0: Red Channel Condition with Michael,
1: probably in minority neighborhoods, Jonathan, I
2: identify as Jewish,
0: and Peter. Wow, my real life is a smear campaign against me. Welcome listeners to this week's episode of Red Channel Condition. As usual, I'm your host, Peter, and I'm once again joined by my two co-hosts, Michael and Jonathan. Guys, Happy New Year. What's going on? New Year, new us. What's up? Happy New Year, everybody.
2: You're just uh, ready to... You know, take off running into 2023, you know, everything's uh, wiped clean, you know, the slate and we're you know ready to go.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, as we move on, uh, you know, into the new year, the holiday season is now over. Uh, it's generally my favorite time of the year, that period between November and, and, and the new year. Uh, I just haven't had the ability yet to kind of celebrate it the way I want to in my head uh, for the past few years. And, you know, it kind of looks like, okay, well, you know, next year it's going to be, next year I'll, I'll get around to it. In some ways, I'm just kind of glad it's over, you know, <laughs> kind of like that fake uh, humanity that kind of goes on, you know, like love one another, like the your, be kind to your neighbors type thing. It kind of, kind of takes over for that period of month. And now we're back to the regular scheduled programming in that way. Don't get me wrong. This is my favorite time of the year. And I don't mean to be like a Grinch or, or a Scrooge yeah. about it, right?
2: We can get back to sealing each other's packages off the porch and you know, uh <clears throat> leaving you know the dog shit on everyone else's lawn,
1: yeah, exactly like i okay. I was just reading um well, I was just hearing about the news up in Buffalo about that guy who broke into the school to save people and and like the cops were saying like he did the right thing, he's a hero and everything, and then like there's a backstory where in the snowstorm he was turned away by ten different other houses. I'm like, okay, see that's. That's the thing that I would like to talk about. (laughs) You know, it's not the fact that this guy saved lives or whatever, broke into a school and brought people in it, you know, and left like, hey, sorry, I broke into the school note. It's the fact that he was turned away by 10 different people (laughs) in the middle of life and death circumstances. They're like, no, like, this totally warm house is not for you right now
2: please don't leave any menus like we don't want menus
1: <laughs> you see the sign no, no soliciting um <laughs> that includes uh you know quote-unquote once in a century snowstorm
2: yeah, that that snowstorm was actually kind of like apeshit. shit like i'm i'm surprised that snow was so real up there and you know not because like i don't know that it snows heavy like that but you know the fact that not there you know elsewhere in the state you know, it it if there, was a, if there was any snow, at least it wasn't, like, crazy, like, biblical
1: snow. I mean, it was frigid yeah.
0: cold during that time here, but mm-hmm. you know, we didn't get the seven feet that buffalo did.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, w- when the snow, like, fucked up buffalo, that's when you go, okay. Like, that's kind of when you have to, uh, you know, uh, put a little respect on the, uh, the snow.
0: Yeah. I mean, I always thought buffalo was perpetually encased in ice. That was my understanding. Right?
1: Yeah, it's like they're they're winters. You know, they're like like pros at it. You would you would think at this point. So when 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 you see like Buffalo get shut down, like hard shut down, like it was. You're like okay, yeah, like
0: thirty people like died, right, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like when this is all over, we you know we don't know now how bad it's going to get um, in terms of uh, the number of people dead, and uh, but you know like we know already know it's. Pretty damn bad. So you're
0: over it—the week and a half of goodwill towards men. Do you feel like that actually just denigrates your attitude towards the rest of the year, where we are supposed to hate each other? Does this feel more normal to you, getting back to that?
1: I mean, you know, it, it's less—it's less fake, right? right. Um, you know, it's just like this is what it usually is. Um, you know how it is—the uh, the fake holiday niceness. It's, it's it's over. It's no longer expected. I don't know what it is. Okay, like. I, I don't like the fakeness of it, but I want it at the same time. But it maybe is it's more like a I want it to be real kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, maybe without all of the commercialization.
0: No, I hear you. I I definitely feel some of the same.
1: But that said, you know, next year I'm definitely gonna do it, do things differently. I'm I'm going to do the whole uh fake holiday niceness myself.
0: Ooh. What 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 prompts this change for you? Why are you going to do next year? Differently? Yeah,
1: this year we couldn't do. We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't really have people over because the house was basically still under construction. Um, and you know, we all know like Christmas doesn't just happen, right? It takes a lot of effort to bring Christmas cheer into a house, to bring that feeling. Um, and you know, this year we were just too busy, too swamped to to really do it right. Um, you know, I'm still forever grateful that you know. The immediate family was still able to get together, yeah. and that's always great. But, you know, as much as I say I'm going to do all that Christmas cheer, right? At the end of the day, I know the truth. I'm going to be here with a half-eaten bag of Oreos and ice cream, watching the <laughs> Yule Log on TV, and that's it. You know? that, that's, that's, that's going to be Christmas. All right, It's just going to be me and the uh, WB Yule Log. <laughs> wow. or, or the Pix Yule Log. I don't know whoever, like whatever Channel 11 is these days.
2: I'm hoping that is better for you. I hope that you're able to get the the better uh, holiday season that you're hoping for, you know, because I I I honestly would like to see a holiday cheer, Mike. I want to know what that's like. You know, person. Yeah, I,
1: I want to put I want to be one of those people that have like ugly Christmas sweaters or, and, <laughs> you know, like shit like that and paint their house red and green. I I don't wow. know. Like it's, maybe it's just some kind of weird Weird holiday spirit that's been imprinted on me, right? That's how the '80s and '90s were. I want to
0: see you as one of those guys who like starts putting out his Christmas decorations in September, you know, and your your house is yes. like the pride and joy of the street.
2: Oh God, going full <laughs> Diker Heights lights, <laughs> yeah, exactly, <Right>? exactly. <laughs> full national, full national Lampoon's Christmas vacation.
1: That's exactly what I want. I want the national Lampoon, you know, Christmas tree falling over <laughs> At the end of it. The the meaning of Christmas is known to all. So, yeah, maybe I'll do that next year.
0: Well, it's definitely a project to stave off your boredom, which leads us to our first article that you linked, gentlemen. Mike, was this from you?
1: Yeah, so so my first article is boredom. Uh, we all have it. Um, none of us really like it, but it's a natural thing, and we should experience it. Why? Well, uh, this article uh, by Science Alert is basically talking about how boredom can be good for you uh, because... What is it? Uh, the mother of invention is, is need, right? But if you're constantly being entertained at, at least by some base level, then you'll never reach the levels of boredom you need to innovate, to entertain yourself, or to maybe discover new things. They're pointing the finger at technology, uh, perhaps our cell phone, or uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is these kind of like low-effort engagement tools. Prevent us from experiencing true, life-changing, mind-altering levels of <laughs> boredom. <laughs> I, I've had this thought constantly where, you know, what do you do when you're bored? Oh, you just whip out your cell phone. Watch porn. Watch porn. Yep. All right. that's base level. Yep. There, there's as, a le- as one does. Yep. <laughs> there is a level of boredom that if you are watching porn, you will never achieve. You will never like ascend to that next level. I've been in a vicious
0: cycle of boredom for the last
1: three years. (laughs) (laughs) You you'll never hit rock bottom boredom, right? (laughs) And that's what you need to discover uh, uh, fusion. So, like, is that holding us back? You know, from our true potentials, right? Because they were talking about like during the pandemic, people were at home. What did they do? They baked bread. They learned how to build things out of wood, like all that all these pandemic skills, right? Maybe someone learned how to play the guitar. You need that level of boredom to do those things. I thought that was interesting. I was wondering if you guys had that kind of uh, experience.
2: I, I 100% agree with this. You know, I definitely had you know, that uh, pandemic productivity. You know, uh, I mean, this show itself is a testament <laughs> to uh, pandemic productivity, right? Like we, we got bored and we missed hanging out with each other. So we made a fucking program. Right. Right. So we, we learned how to do audio editing and how to deal with uh, social media and how to do all kinds of shit, right? To put this together. So, yeah, you know, I, I agree with that entirely. I mean, I think back to when we were kids, right? When you were a kid and you didn't have anything to do, right? You would just straight up invent a whole game, right? Mm-hmm. Like the floor is made might of make, lava. You might, right. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, so, you know, yeah, I think that boredom, boredom is a good thing. And it's necessary to occasionally have to cope with the with your own mind, right? Like you have to deal with you. Uh, there's no stimulation going on here, so that you got to go hunt for that stimulation yourself. Or make it, yeah, right? Yeah, or create something, right? Because you know a lot of you know these devices, you know, like your computers and social media and the internet and stuff like that, kind of uh, circumvents the need to hunt for anything because it's just right there. You know, at your fingertips all the time literally right you have a smartphone right you don't you don't even have to wait for for validation of whatever you're looking for or wait for to get any anything to pass the time it's just right there i think you know anything that you know, that boredom that helps you kind of uh hurry up and wait so to speak you know, that boredom that helps you slow down and then you know make you try to come up with something yourself is good
0: like I think we need that. so so what is the argument for the solution here? Because I agree with you one hundred percent. I mean I, I and I'm guilty of this too, where like you know, should I be writing that you know comedy bit or psychotica or whatever the case may be, but then I'll just whip out my phone and you know scroll Instagram or Facebook or watch porn or whatever the fucking case may be, but But it's not like those things are going away. What do we have to do in order to do, is it like a willpower thing to just put your phone down or not engage? Or is there some kind of like practice that we should be employing to, to, to keep us away from the technology?
1: Yeah. Like everything else in life, right? It's discipline. it's your own own self-control and discipline. Jesus Christ. I'm fucked. that's it's the worst thing you know like i i'm one of those people um i mean i've tried it with those web browsers that you're like hey between the hours of nine and five you do the add-on so that you can't really browse uh away from your work or whatever um i do that and then like maybe like 30 minutes into it i'm like fuck this and then i just uninstall (laughs) that add-on like (laughs) i i'm ex i'm exactly the same same way uh, it just requires some some kind of uh self-control and 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 actualization so what you're
0: telling me is it's that we, we need tools that we have not been designed to utilize in order to break free of the system
1: yep okay
0: gotcha so it's an
1: uphill uphill battle for sure it truly is uh, an, an uphill situation. But, you know, like there are there are movements, there are people that are, you know, going back to uh, quote-unquote dumb phones, right? So they can't access these things.
0: You know what's interesting is, is like, so personally, like, it's so funny you linked this article today because this is something that was kind of just rattling around my mind uh, the past week because, like, again like I said, I had gotten into these cycles, you know, and sometimes it's very hard to break out of them. And I find myself being like bored and unsatisfied, you know, even when I'm doing those things like scrolling and whatever. And I decided to myself that I was going to break the cycle this week. And I was going to, and I was just going to go for a walk. You know, it was the temperature had kind of warmed up from that fucking freezing nightmare that we had. And you guys mentioned uh, just a few minutes ago. And, like, I took a walk in the nature preserve near where I live, and, you know, I ended up, uh, it was so funny, like, I, I ended up um, helping this family get their car out of, like, an ice patch, and then I still went on my walk, and I, don't, I felt, like, so much better after my walk. I felt like I, even though I didn't really do anything but take a walk, but I helped that family, and I got out in the fresh air, and I actually felt more productive, and I felt happier when I got home, you know?
1: Wow. That's what people are talking about, you know. Uh, when you go out, you know, maybe you socialize with other people, but you're not socializing with them online with all of the inherent toxicities uh, that there are uh, online interactions between uh, act p- between people. And you're like, hey, you know, maybe other people aren't like the worst thing in the universe,
0: right? It's 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 so strange how RL is actually a, a much more friendly place than the internet.
1: Right, because in RL, you never know who's, who, who's packing. So you're on, like, the best manners. <laughs> <laughs> right, no internet balls. No internet balls in RL.
2: I, th- I think there's something to be said for, like, the, the digital detox, right? I think, like, this article was talking about you know, uh, people who are trying to do digital detoxing are you know, on the right path, right? So just, uh, you know, like you said, just stepping away and just being outside. You know, just not, you know, engaging with your phone or doom scrolling or, you know, like, getting mad on the internet or getting tilted in an online game or something like that and sending that fucking, you know, like, fuck you message in PSN or on Xbox Live <laughs> or something like that. Like, it's, I don't think we need a tool, you know, to be designed to, like, do that. You know, I you, it is, you know, yeah, it is like willpower, but, like, it's like. It's so mi- it's so minimal, right. like it's such a it's such a uh, it's it's very easy. Like you like you just, just like just to walk outside, like go. Touch it is, grass. but
0: at this point, I almost feel like you're fighting against the your programming because I feel like in in today's you know society nowadays, the way that it's the technology is so integrated to almost everything that we do and everything we have to do. It's like you you need a computer for work, you need your phone for work. You know, you need it to you know, if you do run like a YouTube channel or something like that, you, you're constantly checking emails and this and that. So I almost feel like you are fighting this uphill battle against modern programming, societal programming.
2: Yeah, that's there. there you do need those things, but you don't need to reply to that comment you, know, uh, you posted on your YouTube channel, you know, where they call you an asshole. Like you don't have to reply to that. You could you could ignore that. There you know, there, there's levels to it. You don't you don't need to you know read that uh like the latest uh, Trump tweet or something like that or I guess the latest Trump truth. Because oh God! What did, on say, what did you say? What did you say now? Yeah, you know, like you you don't have to engage in the damage report, right? You could you could just go pet your cat.
0: Like you could do that. It was almost refreshing, you know, especially where I live because there's not many people around. It's like there is actually just nature. And it's like it's almost like stepping into a different planet from the like constant buzzing and people yelling at each other on, you know, on the Internet. And then you just go outside and you like hear a bird, you know, chirping or the trees rustling in the wind. It's almost like you're on another planet, but this is Earth. (laughs) You know, it's weird.
2: Yeah, you know, honestly, you know, like, even though I don't have that here, right, like, you know, just taking a walk and just going and, you know, be, merging with the the hustle and bustle of the city and becoming nothing, right? Like, you know, having, having you know, scenting yourself and, you know, having what you're thinking about or what you're doing not matter for, like, 10 minutes, you was know, pretty good, right? Like, I go take a walk outside, you know, go pick up, like, a cat litter or something like that, and, you know, I'm irrelevant to... The rest of the world. I'm just another part of the miasma you going around, and that makes me feel free.
1: When when you're out and about and you're doing this stuff, right? You, you you're carrying your cell phones with you, right? Like uh, Pete, you, when you went in on your nature walk, you had your cell phone with you. John, when you're picking up kitty litter and becoming one with Brooklyn, um, like like you also have your cell phone with yeah, you. Yeah, it's in my pocket. I sometimes. did
0: not bring my phone on my walk. Wow. Okay, yeah. so you were really doing it. Yeah.
1: I was like, I mean, no, I'm going to get away. Yeah, I was okay. actually like, I'm going to get away. See, Because I, I would have been like, there's no way that I would be on a nature walk, but also not scrolling.
2: <laughs> so you're, <laughs>
1: you're,
2: you're, hunt, you're hunting for deer, and then you're also being like, look, hashtag deer?
1: Yeah, right? Because, you know, you have to. But, like Even right now, as we record this podcast, I've got three different screens going on, all feeding sound into my brain.
0: You have my undivided attention, you
2: piece See, of but, shit. See, but yeah, but that's that's inten- that's intentionality, right? Like you, you want, to, like you want to do this. You are, you're not like, uh, it didn't just happen, you know, to be that way, right? Like you, you meant to I, sit no, in I front don't. of the computer. I no, don't.
1: You, I don't. I don't. You're I, you're I making swear. This show. You're. You're. I understand. No, but I don't. It, it is if it, this stuff is not on, like if I'm not using hundred percent of my available i suppose bandwidth then that five or ten percent of unused bandwidth gets to me like like it slowly eats away like and, and i'll get like these intrusive thoughts coming in it's like it's like what you said earlier about just being comfortable with yourself in the silence or you know just being with yourself that is it's a challenge that's a challenge like when when i went on that trip um i think like Universal, and there was one of those rides where it's like, hey, you got to put everything away. You can't have your cell phone with you or anything. Um, So they put it in a locker, and then you have like an hour-and-a-half, two-hour line where it's just you online, and you can't do anything. Like, oh, my God, am I going to survive this boredom? It's too powerful. (laughs) (laughs) like I'm doing life here. So you need the simulation. I need the simulation. I need it, and I don't want it.
2: You know what you need? Like, you need either to, like, meditate, which I can't fucking do, like, I don't know how to do that well, right? Or you need, like, maybe try one of those, like, sensory deprivation tanks or
0: something. Oh, I would love to see what his
2: brain
1: comes up with. I would lose you know? oh, yes. my mind in, like, a second. <laughs>
2: maybe, maybe you need to do that. Maybe you need to lose your mind for a split, for a little bit, and then you regain it. Like, maybe you need that.
1: That I have to scroll when I sleep. <laughs> I got this whole routine that I have to do. I got to do a Wordle. I have to do, a, like, a quick card game. Uh, like, yeah.
2: <laughs> you, have, you, have to, you have to do some Marvel Snap? Yeah, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It's bad.
1: It, it is bad.
0: So you're saying without that, th- that negative thoughts creep into your
1: brain? Oh, God, yes. Like, I, and, and then, like, then I'll just be up. Like, being alone, being bored yeah. with myself, other people... Or by themselves, uh, you know, maybe someone normal, maybe do something interesting or something useful for humanity or something creative or pick up a skill. I would just fester in in like negative emotion. But oh, I don't know, all the self doubt, all the regrets, all of that stuff right. just comes. So even before the, the smartphone, this was an issue. Oh, before the smartphone, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm always out. That's why I always have to be doing something or. Um, my wife who comes from a house that is always silent. You know, there's no background noise. And then, you know, living with me is like, why the hell is there so much noise all the time? <laughs> 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 you know, Like, I'm one of those people that have to turn a fan on at night because I need that sound of...
0: Oh, you're a, you're a white noise guy? Yeah, yeah I, no, need I, it. I enjoy that. Yeah, I leave the TV on sometimes for white noises, stuff. So. But then I've rediscovered like the, the, the joy of silence, too. Like there's sometimes it used to like very, very much put me at ease to like go to bed with like, you know, a TV show running or something like that, just so I had some noise to whatever. But then I tried like just going to sleep in a pitch black room. And I got to tell you, that's the most restful sleep I've ever gotten.
1: It is objectively better, right? It's 100% better for, for you. Like it's just you just got to, you know, wean yourself off of it. I haven't been able to do it. No, you guys, you guys are so like well adjusted. I wouldn't Ooh, at go least that when far. it comes to this. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I wouldn't go that far.
2: <laughs> don't you? Don't you want to like sleep? Don't you want to just not? You 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 never get like let like here like here's a question like don't you ever get bored of the internet?
1: Like, oh no, I I'm constantly bored. I live in a like we, we were talking the other day. I live in a perpetual state of boredom, but it's like a. Like a baseline boredom where it's like okay, it could be worse, but you're never really you're never really fulfilled, right? You're never really fulfilled, but you know you also don't want to take that step, you know, like like off that ledge, right? It's like oh, like and hit rock bottom boredom.
0: And this is what the article's kind of talking about. It's like we're we are bored scrolling on our phones, but we're we we have not hit that like that true rune of boredom. Where it actually forces you to like okay now i all all, the only input that i'm gonna get is from myself so i must create my own world we're not getting to that level of boredom because we still have the phone we're bored you know looking at the stupid shit online but we're not so bored that we're gonna put it down
2: it's crazy man like i don't know like especially because (laughs) of the pandemic like and all again like the the endless damage report type stuff like i I really think that did that for me. I was just like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm tired. I'm bored of all the fuck shit on the Internet. Like I'm bored of you know everything being a a, a war or like a culture war thing or something like I'm tired of it. So I'm just going to go build my house in Animal Crossing or I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm just going to go play basketball or something like that. Or I'm going to you. Know, I'm going to take a nap. Like I'm going to look at the cat like I that made me do it, actually.
1: I think that's because we're engaging with different stuff. Um, like like y- you might be like following the news and stuff like that, and the news would very quickly just kind of like go, "Wow, this planet is like
2: like why?" Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Maybe that's true. Honestly, like that could be that could be a thing, right? So if you're so you've made a choice to not engage with something, and as a result, you know, there's not enough toxicity to make you avoid this other problem.
0: Right, of you. right. he'll watch so, like panda uh, <laughs> videos and stuff, you know?
1: I, I, I mean, I, I do watch dog videos. I do watch panda videos. You know, I don't need more toxicity. And, and I know that, right? So I do try and avoid some of it. Um, but, you know, I, I do feel like I, I'm a toxic enough individual where I would just add to it. And, I, and so I, I know that about myself. It's like the alcoholic that says, okay, I'm not going to drink, right? Not because I don't want to but because if I do, you know, I'm going to go off, you know, right. right. And I can't, and I don't want that to happen.
2: Well, you know, the, I, I feel like the clear solution is that it's time to get back into pickup basketball. You know, that'll, that'll, that will separate you from your phone for like a period of time. And you, you can't scroll if you're getting dunked on. Do you have any, like, <laughs> do you have any hobbies that you
0: miss, Mike? Things that you used to do that you no longer do now that you scroll the internet all the fucking time?
1: Uh, not really. Um, my hobbies weren't like incompatible with, uh, what I was doing. One of the hobbies were that I always had were cars. Uh, but that wasn't like a scrolling issue. That was a finance issue. Like, I can't be dropping a couple of grand a month on tires. You know, I always like woodworking and building shit. That's always fun. But how many tables can a man have? Th- those are the hurdles. Yeah. I wouldn't say that doom scrolling is preventing me from doing actual real things. Like, I'm a, I'm a high-functional internet addict, right? Like, it's not preventing me from, from living my life and doing things. But it is preventing me from doing something productive, perhaps, in a off period, which is, you know, the, the issue. And that said, no, I think, I think John's absolutely right. If I did do a pick, game of pickup basketball, it would be, it would be great because it kind of forces you to be so, social in that way. Yeah, going outside, meeting people, talk, like talking to actually real people is is always a is always a good thing.
2: But I would have to give it to you on a scheduled time that was met every time for you to actually engage with it though, right? You wouldn't want to you wouldn't be willing to do it like once every <laughs> three weeks or something like that, right?
1: Uh that's also the problem, right? Mm. Yeah, we were just talking about my kind of addictive personality, right? Whatever I do, like I can't just I can't just like half ass it. Like if I'm going to go to a uh to a trip to a to a Triple A meeting, right? Or something, <laughs> it would have to occur with like enough frequency that it is worth my time to do. That's
2: Jesus. Like if even 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 rehab is required to be scheduled because otherwise I won't rehab. I refuse. <laughs> That's time.
1: We're all we're all a little fucked up. Some of us a little more than others. I like that. <laughs>
0: Well, I guess that's just a sign of the times, my friend. I mean, after all, you are a millennial addicted to technology. But uh, it would appear that millennials are making other strides, blazing other trails. And this brings us to an article that was this, John, about how uh, millennials as they age, uh, it turns out that we are not adopting the same kind of moral imperatives that previous generations have uh, adopted. Would you care to tell us a little bit about a little bit more about that?
2: Yeah. So, you know, this article came from the Financial Times and, you know, the title was, you know, where millennials are shattering the oldest rule in politics. Right. Which if you've if you've heard that that classic Winston Churchill vote, uh, Winston Churchill quote, you know, it's something to the effect of you know, if you're not a liberal at the age of 25, you have no heart. And if you're not a conservative after the age of 35, you have no brain. Right.
0: right? <laughs> I've heard that. You know, so.
2: You know, apparently, you know, millennials don't give a fuck about none of that, and you know, and the generations uh, after us don't give a fuck about none of that. You know. uh, millennials and younger generations are no longer getting more conservative as they age. You know, per you know, some studies that have been done, right? Apparently, millennials are growing, uh, are remaining and growing more left, more liberal. You know, as as they get older, right. Which is a very interesting thing because past generations, including shockingly to me, right, Generation X, you know, tend to, you know, as you get older, uh, you become more, you, know, you lean more rightward. You become more conservative you know, as you get older, right? And there could be any number of reasons for that, right? You know, maybe it's because, uh, you know, the financial stuff kind of benefits you, right, uh, as you get older and you have uh, more access to more money or more capital or something like that. Maybe it's because uh, culturally you're trying to, I mean, it's in the name, right? You're trying to conserve, you know, what's going on, like the status quo or like the good old days, as it were, as you get older, right? But it would seem that that's not true for millennial voters in the U.S. and in the U.K. and, you know, elsewhere. You know, so I thought, I thought that was very interesting.
0: Yeah, that is interesting. And to me, I mean, I, can, I couldn't put my finger on precisely why that is but i want to uh, bring up just a couple of points and see if you guys agree and i think maybe mm-hmm. one of the one of the factors for why this might be I, I think there's two major ones and but i think maybe one of them is the fact that we don't have as much as we've aged we haven't gotten as much money <laughs> so <laughs> what are what are we conserving a <laughs> you know um and b you know like back maybe in like 70s 80s 90s if you were turning like you know 30 plus 35 40 like this is when you you know, you buy a house and you settle down and you maybe don't have the kind of um, social infrastructure that you did in your 20s where you're constantly hanging out and meeting people. But I feel like with younger people, especially as the Internet became more prominent, you know, we've had so much exposure to so many different types of people. Maybe I mean, and this is complete conjecture and hypothesis, but maybe the, the combination of of not having as much money and. um and also being constantly um, integrated, I would say with lots of different types of people, maybe we're a little bit more open to other people's perspectives and, or plights and we're a little bit less closed off towards like, Oh, fuck you. I got mine. What do you guys think?
2: You know, like I didn't even consider uh, that second point. And I think, you know, I, I mean, I agree with both of those, but I really, I really fuck with that second one. Right. So, you know, it, it does seem like, you know, it'd be very, it's much easier for you to be open to things, you know, as a function of this uh, online culture, this internet culture, and just uh, having more, you know, more diverse groupings in general, right? If you're younger, right? Like you see more shit, you're exposed right. to more, you're exposed to more policies, more uh, concepts, you know, politically or culturally or socially or economically, right? So, yeah, I think that's 100% true. I think another thing right that might be uh i guess part and parcel of this is that you know if you were you know if you're a millennial you're a gen Z or something like that right and you know when you were growing up when you were when you were coming of age like you've you've seen i guess uh what's considered conservative in the countries that you live in right so if you're in the u s right when you were a kid like you saw i guess uh you know maybe you were born- when we were born right like we heard of the whispers of Ronald Reagan and stuff like that, right? right? Right. You know, and you know, we saw the aftermath of that stuff, right? And we saw, uh, you know, George Bush Jr. and Trump and shit like that, right? Like we saw all of the you know, conservative fuck shit. Like we saw, you know, I guess Rush Limbaugh talking crazy on the radio and like ruining Thanksgiving dinner. You know, when you know, your, your <laughs> crazy you know uh, vaguely racist uncle or aunt would say some dumb shit that he heard on Rush Limbaugh or something like that like you saw it like you heard these things and you saw these things and you're probably like you know what like no i'm not really into this (laughs) yeah you know like we saw it we were there right so why why would we be interested in that because we all came of age when these things were probably the most crazy right maybe back in like the 60s or the 70s or something like that or even the 80s maybe i guess uh right-wing or conservative politicians were less crazy but since then it's just been you know jewish space lasers and you know uh you know george santos and shit right like, it's eating never, babies it's, and pizza yeah and... yeah like it's never not been that it's never not been you know a, Bat a, shit. A, a shit show right right so why the fuck would anybody who wasn't you know like old basically be interested in uh any of that. Why would you be, why would you lead more to, towards that?
0: So do you think this is a good indicator for the future? Maybe, I mean, maybe we'll have like more of a heart, you know, in our old age than, than some of our predecessors. Maybe this will get us to the Star Trek future we, we so want. Uh, I, I mean, like I'm, I'm always, I'm always hopeful of you know, us getting
2: to the Star Trek future and you know, uh, reaching our luxury gay space communism future. I don't know if that's gonna you know if that's gonna bode well for us if that's gonna if that'll hold up over time as we you know our cohort and the millennials and so on and so forth age even further you know it could all change rapidly right like maybe we finally get some money and then we're like oh fuck, fuck you you got mine (laughs) right like maybe maybe that happens right you know who knows right and maybe what maybe what's considered uh i guess progressive or left wing now for us is considered like crazy arts conservative shit in like 10 years from now, right? I don't know. I don't know where where it's going to be for us, you know, but I I'm hopeful that, you know, if you know, trends hold, you know, maybe we'll be getting closer to that Star Trek future.
1: It seems to me that as the generations progress, um, you know, speaking on generational timelines, right? We are trending towards being less conservative, compare compare the pilgrims, right, like till to today, um, where they essentially what left because it wasn't restrictive enough, right, um to like we're we're gonna do our own thing and we're gonna make it even more god fearing. Um, the church in general has been, you know, we've been moving towards a less religion centric culture. So I think like generationally speaking, we're following that natural progression on an individual life time that is actually very interesting to know about. And the fact that there's some more exposure now to different societal viewpoints is something I didn't think about as a cause because the first thing that came to my mind was, of course, it comes down to resource management. We have less in general than our parents did. So, and that obviously would change our uh, perspective. When we talk about tax rates and public programs and gasp redistributing wealth, you know, at the end of the day, you're trying to give people who don't have as much money a little bit more resources, meaning a little bit more money. Our generation stands to benefit more from those policies. So why would we be against them?
0: Yeah, that's a good point
1: yeah like the idea of progressive like environmentalism you know like people who have houses right like we were talking about this last week with the with fusion plants where are you going to put them? well if you have a house like are do you want to risk having the value of that house that investment go down because you live within a certain you know number of miles to a, to a plant I mean, like, honestly, probably not. It could be great for the world, right? But, I mean, how much are you willing to put on the line for it? You know, like, nimbyism is a thing. And it's very natural. Not
0: in my backyard.
1: But there is a limit to how far it'll go, right? Because, well, because we all live in a pie. And, you know, up to a certain point, the more other people have, maybe the less you have. New York public schools recently have been going through battles with trying to have more representative class sizes or, 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 or class distribution at the specialized high schools. There are only a certain number of seats. Uh, if every one of them is taken up by an Asian face, other, other things are not being represented properly. So it's, it's all about resource management. And I think that's where, that's where it all came down to for me, but I didn't even think about what you guys said about... You know, just being exposed to more things than our parents, which I think is a very interesting point. It's good, though, uh, you know, to evolve, to kind of approach things with an open mind um, and, and question the way things were done in the past. And, and maybe we don't have to carry that forward because, you know, we went through a period of time. It was OK to to say gay or retarded right in casual conversation. Funny even. Yeah, it was funny. Like, shit. I mean, I don't know how many times, if, if I had a dollar for every time we said that's gay or that's retarded, we, like, I wouldn't have to work today. It, just one year in high school, right? <laughs> like, I, I would be set for life. But we don't do that anymore yeah. because, well, we learned, you know, we fucking grew up, we've progressed, right? But at some point in time like when our kids will be like wow you can't say that anymore grandma grandpa right we're gonna like it was perfectly fine when i did it you know like back in my day like what's changed and i and at some point there's going to be some kind of pushback i don't know what that is because everything right now does feel like okay yeah you know you want to be called this then you're that like what's the problem but you know, I was talking about this like on our earlier podcast. At what point do we become the grandpa, the or 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 the grandma?
2: That's that's already happening.
0: Yeah,
1: you it's know, happening like already. There's,
2: yeah, that's that's already hap- like we can't we we don't we don't set culture. We're not setting culture, right? Like we're we're consuming it, right? We had our you know ten to twenty years where we were setting culture, and now you know we're 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 doing much more consuming of culture than we are doing of setting it, right? So. The places where, you know, uh, kids are talking about shit and you know, establishing whatever culture is or is going to be like they're you know, those shits are underground. Like we don't see them. Right. They're not even happening on things that we consider underground. Right. Like maybe, you know, we we're talking about like Discord or Snapchat or, you know, like TikTok or whatever. Like the like these discussions are happening underground even of that. Right. So we don't we don't even know. But you know, I I would I would like to believe that you know, because what I what I believe is we don't necessarily need to be in the place where culture is being made. I think what makes you know, people more progressive or or less progressive is just their openness to the idea that there is a place outside of us. You know, sometimes you know people you know don't let go of the idea that they're supposed to be driving the car on like what things are or what culture is or you know, what's supposed to be good and what's supposed to not be good, right? Like I, like I said, right, it's in the name conservative, right? Like trying to conserve the good times, trying to conserve what's around, what the status quo is, right? I think that there's a shot for us and you know, for the generations after us and stuff like that. And even, you know, people who are in the generations before us who, who are, you know, are more open to other things, right? There's a shot for us to not be you know, you know, out completely out of touch and stuff like that. As long as we're we're willing to accept that there's stuff outside of us, there's stuff that we don't know, and there's stuff that we can learn and should learn.
1: Yeah. No, I I I think that's that's, uh, yeah, that's really advice. well said. It, it, it's important to keep in mind that the same generation that we call out of touch was the generation that marched for civil rights. Right. right. It, it's you know like, they're like we're where we are also because of what they did, and it, so. Yeah, you know, I just think it's important to kind of keep that frame of a uh, frame of a uh, frame frame of mind, uh, frame of reference.
2: But wait, hold up. But on well, on that note, no, no, can I also can I pillory Gen X though? Can I can I take potshots <laughs> at Gen X real quick? Of, of course, no, please, no, like, how, the, how the fuck? How the fuck y'all created like your Rage Against the Machine and like you know, like spitting on the man and then like apparently based on this study, like you have all like you've become like super the man. Like what the actual <laughs> fuck? Like, literally, what the actual fuck. Like, come on, guys. Let's like, get with the program.
1: I mean, it, it's like, uh, it's the same thing when um, when a wartime president plays Fortunate Son, right? Like, <laughs> you, you, like my dude, you're not understanding the music here.
2: <laughs> it's like, did you hear the lyrics?
1: <laughs> How you interpret it. Some people are just broken. That's I, I'll cool. never get over Paul Ryan liking rage against the machine Yeah, like
2: come on like you you that's not for you brother you can't do that
0: <laughs> yeah guys maybe the age of the toxic personality is going away and uh, it certainly seems to be the case did you guys hear about this andrew tate guy i'd never heard of this guy until this week
1: um i yeah same here uh i've never heard of him um I've never seen this stuff. It, All
0: right. I got to tell you guys about yeah. this because this, I don't know, going I don't on? know how much discussion we can have, but I found this really, really funny. And I found this article from NPR actually about this guy, Andrew Tate, who is apparently uh, a British born kickboxer, but, uh, and he's won like several world records or world championships for kickboxing, but that's not why he made headlines this week. He apparently uh, is also like a, like a social media, you know, like. Hyper misogynist guy who had put out, you know, all these various TikToks and YouTubes of him, like, you know, denigrating women. I think there was a video of him, like, beating some woman with a belt. And, uh, you know, he's, he's constantly, you know, prattling off rhetoric where, like, you know, women are property of men and they don't, you know, they shouldn't go to school. And, like, really psychotic or sick shit you'd expect from, like, the Taliban or something. <laughs> but... <it's- laughs> Eat but, but it, he, it was in the news this week because I guess he had gotten into it with Greta Thunberg all, 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 over, um over Twitter. And he had, he had been, I guess, under investigation for sex trafficking. He had moved to Romania after he left, um, after he left uh, England. And apparently he was, in addition to broadcasting his, you know, misogynistic views, he had also had like a. I guess, like an online course that he called Hustler University, where he was basically pyramid scheming, like Ponzi scheming people into like buying his courses, you know, so they could learn how to be excellent misogynists. But what got him in trouble was he, he had been going back and forth with Greta Thunberg on, uh, on Twitter. And apparently he posted this response video where he's like in like a fucking like the Hugh Hefner, ja- like fucking smoking jacket, like you know, talking all his misogynistic comments and like somebody hands him a pizza. And because of the pizza box, the Romanian authorities were able to triangulate his position and he got arrested on sex trafficking charges, which I thought was just hilarious and instant karma. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys make of this?
1: I mean, like, you know, again, I, 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 I couldn't care less about this, uh, this individual. Um, he sounds like a total piece of work but it is hilarious that he was brought down by Big Pizza.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Big Pizza?
2: <laughs> oh, that's Jesus. No, I mean, like, this this, this guy is a fucking, you know, he's, he's part of the Grifter cinematic universe, which is basically where, you know, a lot of, you know, quote, influencers, unquote, and, you know, basically anybody with any social media clout is probably, uh, some floating around somewhere uh in this uh miasma of grift right you know whether it's like it's the you know advice bros or nft and crypto bros or you know uh you know himbo uh, politics bros and stuff like that it's all the it's all the same shit you know people uh you know you know, people posting uh low vibrational content and you know, uh, finding ways to monetize that stuff and, you know, I guess like maybe there's a part of this where, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm bitter because I haven't, fi- you know, we haven't figured out how to monetize our content, right? In, in, a, <laughs> in a meaningful way. So I'm just, like, I'm just hating from, you know, I'm hating from outside of the club, so to speak, right? But this guy's a fucking, this guy's a fucking bug, right? And, you know, for him to get clapped, you know, uh, in, you know, in this specific way is like magnificent That's and delicious. perfect. Yeah, like it it's probably better even than the pizza uh that uh helped identify him, allegedly. <laughs> right. <laughs> and <clears throat> honestly, I re- like one of the things I hope for in 2023 is that like I guess uh the age of the contra- the controversial social media quote celebrity unquote is you know starts to to end, right? Like I I'm really not interested in you know, uh grift adjacent grifting or grift adjacent clout chasing like i'm done with it like i'm fucking tired of it right like this this guy posts basically uh multi-level marketing type shit so you can you know join his hustle university and like you which is basically just a discord right and you gotta <laughs> you have to sign up other people to so that you could be an alpha male in his discord like i'm i'm just sick and tired of this shit like it's it's fucking loser bucket shit And, you know, I'm happy that he's going to end up in jail, you know, or has ended up in jail. And I hope it's for long enough that, like, his clout is gone. And, you know, the shit that's, like, really annoying about this guy, because, you know, I've never seen, like, you know, any of the stuff that uh, he makes. Like, it's not syndicated, you know, into places that I'm I'm on the internet or, you know, it's not like uh, we're sharing this with each other, right? Apparently, like, his target market is, you know, uh kids like young teenagers and stuff like that right L- like young men trying to figure out how to you know become cool or whatever right you know how to become alphas right and you know like you know, lost boys right like you know old like old dudes or whatever you know, like 30s 40s you know, 50s like he-man woman hating ass dudes or whatever that you know, think that uh they they should be you know getting mad women and stuff like that or should be you know more successful and somehow aren't so and it's because of women or something like that, right. that they're not. I like, hate
1: women.
0: Why won't that, they fuck me?
2: Right. Like that kind of shit. Like, so that's, that's their, you know, that's his target market, right? That's his demo. Right. And I'm, I'm pretty much over this demo being a thing that's getting, uh, I guess, clout in, in the public eye, like clout in social media, clout in your article. Like I'm done with it. Like it's time for this to be over. I hope 2023 brings an end this kind of content having you any kind of cultural grip like it's time for everyone to touch grass yeah
0: there's almost like a (laughs) sexual satisfaction in watching this guy get clapped so hard you know because of what an (laughs) asshole he is
2: yeah like i'm 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 looking forward to all of this kind of stuff falling off this year
1: hating outside of the club right like how many how many sexual sexual traffics are you willing to do to be successful (laughs) (laughs) because gotta want it you gotta want success um i was just thinking like this seems like um this whole targeting this target market like is, is this a situation where you is this a situation where you're supposed to hate the game not the player right like what is the driving force here is it you know? Is he some kind of marketing genius that that just kind of figured out how to get like super rich off like the super gullible?
2: I mean, usually that's that's how it works, right? Like it's all it's almost always that, right? It is it is usually the super gullible and like you that that's how multi level marketing works. That like all all of the all of the the shit that would typically work as far as marketing you know, goes uh has come together for this guy to be successful. And, like, he's on, like, TikTok and stuff like that, which, again, is why he has a really young uh, uh demo, right? A lo- young demographic. That's how that's how his reach has exploded, right? And, of course, you know, it's all of the usual suspects that are platforming him, right? Like, you'll hear him, you know, Andrew Tate gets referenced on, like, Fox News by Tucker Carlson or by Joe Rogan or by Alex Jones. Like, all of the usual guys that, you know, I guess have been otherwise... Uh, Deep platform or pushed into the side right you know are all coming together to raise this guy and similar guys up right so it's it's all it's all of that type of person and so you there's a there's a large amount of people who you know just because it's you know it's this kind of person you know they're like yeah like well if they don't like him then i love him right enemy of the enemy is my friend type of thing an arabic proverb attributed to a prince who was betrayed and decapitated by his
0: own subjects Uh, still it's a hell of a quote but also like to your point that you mentioned earlier you mentioned that we had never we haven't found a way to like make money off what we're doing here but also like i feel like this is the catch-22 sometimes with trying to make content on the internet like this guy's just a fucking asshole and you know it's pretty easy to to grab attention. Like if I was to just get on the, you know, the airwaves and be like, I hate women, I hate Jews, and so do you, and you know, you gotta love it. You know, it, that's, it's a very simple, very, you know, compact message that, you know, f- sadly resonates with a, a wide group of people. It, it's much harder, I, at least in my opinion, in my experience, to grab people's attention with, you know, kind of thought provoking or, you know, more deeper levels of conversation. It's like, yeah, Oh, I got to think about this. Oh, OK, I, I, that's I don't want to do that. But, you know, I hate women is a very simple message. And if you are some incel guy, you know, or some, you know, young, what if you're if you're a douchebag or you're an old incel, you know, that message is going to resonate with you. And like, it's a simple message. You can you can kind of latch onto it easily and it, it spreads like a virus. And that, that's what's frustrating to me is I feel like the message of hate is just so easy to to grab attention. Whereas, you know, the message of thoughtfulness or, like, trying to understand somebody else's perspective, it's just, it's just it just gets lost in the wind because I feel like people are too... It's too much work for people.
2: Yep, I mean, it is
1: very difficult to look at yourself, take responsibility for your situation, and, you know, make change. Uh, those are generally pretty difficult things to do um, on, on, on that scale. It's much easier to go, you know... Um, like i I can't do this because of x, y, and z, and those things are all ab- up you know, beyond my control yeah uh, and and that and that applies that applies to everything it's like you know to to your earlier point of you know why won't women fuck me right like it's it's much easier you know to to blame perhaps uh what like materialism or you know like like oh slutty behavior and I'm not like those other guys kind of like those uh the what you know the quote unquote nice guy mm-hmm. attitude, you know, rather than look at yourself right. and be like, dude, you're not worth fucking.
0: Yeah. And if you have to ask, why won't they fuck you? You'll never know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty succinct. You know, it's, it's kind of like when you mentioned the, the TikTok thing, I kind of... Because uh, I, I don't know much about TikTok, right? Like, I'm not on it. I don't think any of us are really on it. Not really, yeah. Um, but I started thinking, like, you know, if I'm going down this road with kids and shit, like, this is the kind of thing. And we talked about it on the pre show that this is the kind of thing that I have to watch out for. And that kind of blows my mind, right? Because I've always been on the other side of it. And, and that thing used to be, you know, obviously in, in our generation, it was pornography, right? Mm -hmm. Um, that was the big, um, that was the boogeyman on the internet and sexual predators and all that stuff, which I guess it still is. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, but now we have this added layer of things that as, well, in my opinion, a good parent, you'd have to watch out for like, I'd be okay. Right. If, if my kid was like, oh, I'm going to watch, um, Houston do a 999 person gangbang line. (laughs) <laughs> like okay you know like you know like that's you know you can explain that away this is performative right like it's not a real life situation you're not really going to get sucked into it and you can talk about the accuracies of how pornography is portrayed there's a discussion to be had um, like how this is different than life and, and all that stuff but when you how would you have a discussion about say this eight guy and, and his message because if his message really is you know like uh like this incel stuff or 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 like you know like women are this and and you're not where you are in life because of that it's much it's a much more difficult conversation to have it's like you suck because you suck and you just have to fix yourself <laughs> i mean
2: yeah i mean the the good the good thing is right like just like we were saying right you know there's a shot for you to be that good that good parent and stuff like that because at least you're you're open to the idea that you know like I don't know what's going on everywhere online or whatever but I know that there are things going on everywhere online so I have to watch out for that right you're at least smarter than the average bear you know, you know, dating myself with this reference right <laughs> uh because you know at least you at least you understand that right that you got to you know if you're going to have kids like got to pay attention to shit like that and you're going to need to explain contextually to your son or your daughter or whatever like hey like this dude's a fuckboy like you like what he's talking about is bullshit but yeah like we're you're going to have to do that you know we're we're going to have to be you know people you know what, you know if we're parents that explain these things to our children you know we're going to have to be aware of you know some subcultural things on the internet to be able to clarify you know what's going on gonna have to be can't escape it you know the the fucked up shit is that like you know when we were growing up right there's always like that kind of like asshole dude you know or or whatever like you know in the media right back in the day right you know there's always you know there was like Andrew Dice Clay in the 80s or Howard Stern in the 90s or you know Opie and Anthony or you know, uh you know, always been like shock jocks like Joe Rogan or you know Alex Jones and so on and so forth there's all there's always those those people you know towing the line or jumping over the line or whatever, you know, in media, right? But I guess older media had people ca- that served kind of as gatekeepers, right? Like, you couldn't just cross the line casually, or you'd end up getting Alex Jones then sued into oblivion, right? Right, like, you couldn't just be out there and be like, you know, I hate women, and, you know, it, it was the, the Jews right. or something like that. Like, you couldn't do It was do the
0: that. style at the time.
2: Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you had, you had to... Like you can't even dog whistle you know, some of these things. Like you had to kind of pump the brakes. Like Howard Stern would have been vaporized if he went too hard in the paint, right? Like he couldn't he couldn't just beat yeah. Robin he couldn't just beat Robin Quivers on, on camera and you know <laughs> expect to still have a radio show, right? <laughs> expect to still be the king of all media. I'm 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 less concerned with the content and more concerned with the the, the entities that serve to be gatekeepers, right? I hope that you know I guess twenty twenty three in the future, as we learn more about uh social media and stuff like that, I hope that people who run these platforms will be more interested in serving a little more as gatekeepers right and it's up to both the platform and us as consumers and users of the platform to practice a little digital hygiene, like maybe we see fuck boy shit on the internet, and maybe we shouldn't be you know. You know, upvoting it and like, you know, uh, spamming it with likes and you know, uh, re syndicating it so that we can get clout, so that we can make money. Right. You know, maybe we don't need to have the uh, Andrew Tate, you know, reaction channel so that we can get YouTube views. Right. Cause we're only helping fuckboy shit out. Right. By doing it. But it's,
0: it's hard because I feel like it's almost human nature to agree to a degree where it's like, you know, the same concept of like, it's hard to not look at the train wreck, you know, or the car crash, you know where this you know people saying these outrageous things like you can't help but be like my god you know and at least take a look you know it's hard it's harder to grab somebody's attention with a message of like hey maybe we should like all get along and love each other i mean uh, the people that did you know got shot in the fucking head like you know martin luther king jfk whatever but at least they actually had a following i just think in the in the in the modern age where things are compressed down to a soundbite and it's so hard to grab people's attention it's just very hard to do it I'm not saying impossible but very hard to do it without being negative. That's what people automatically turn their head towards. They're like, "Oh, look at this asshole. He's like beating some woman with a belt and saying that, you know, they're, you know, men are Jesus or something." Like, you know, it's it's interesting it to our brains.
2: It it is hard, but we got we got it. We got to break this cycle. No, try. I agree with you.
0: It's 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 just hard.
2: I hope we'll try. I hope the platform uh, owners will try. Like I hope uh youtube and tiktok and twitter and facebook you know like all the normie platforms and even like the less normie platforms like i know that you know those uh crazy free speech platforms you know which are basically just you know fucking you know, asshole platforms like rumble or or d live or whatever like i hope they'll they'll even have some some interest in digital hygiene You know, but I, I know they won't but i hope we'll try
1: god damn for a second i thought you were just making up words like Jesus!
2: <laughs> oh, I you, you know I wouldn't.
1: You know, like I have no idea what any of those platforms. Like I'm so. You, know, you got it.
2: You have to know your enemy, right? You have to know you you have to know the whole thing, right? Again, like I'm, I know where stuff is, right? And you now you do too. I was so happy
1: in my isolated shell. <laughs>
0: All right, guys, it looks like we're going to leave it there, but you know the deal. We want to really thank all of our listeners for tuning in check out our YouTube channel. Send us an email, redchannelcondition at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening. 2023, baby. Oh, yeah. I
1: think we uh, had a good message for the new year.